Welcome to episode 38 of 21st Century Boys. This is Joe Crawford. And James Crawford. Uh, we are going to be talking about a couple of comic books today. Uh, we'll get started in just a moment. I wanted to talk about some weird book I read today. I read this thing called Superman vs. Meshi. And it's like Superman and he eats Japanese food. Mm-hmm. And when he eats the Japanese food, he gets really excited. And if he likes like a piece of food from the restaurant, his like heat vision goes off. So he finds out if he eats chicken, his his eyes will shoot his beams. And then there's another point where um he sees a uh, Aquaman, and Aquaman is at the sushi restaurant, and Aquaman can talk to dead fish. I've never heard of this. So like. Aquaman is talking to the sushi he's about to eat, and then he eats it. I thought that was weird. Can he even? I don't think he speaks to fish though. I mean, he like communicates with. He them. Could, he straight up is getting like but joked he's talking to him. Huh. He is straight up getting. Hold up, I'm gonna grab it. He is straight up getting jokes from a dead piece of fish. So, he, and then he eats it. So. So you see him eating, he goes, delicious. The fat on that yellowtail was exquisite. Wait a minute, he was talking to it, and now he just ate it. Isn't that weird? And then there's like one of those at the end. He says, you say you're nervous, people will find out. Don't worry, everybody already knows. They don't care that you're not the real thing. And then Superman goes, he can even talk to imitation crab? Oh, that's because it's made of minced and mashed pollock. So he can talk to not only like fish that have been... Uh, died, he can talk to fish that have been sliced and mashed up. That's weird. Right? Yeah, I didn't even know he could talk to fish. So he straight up talks to dead fish, which I didn't know, and then he eats them. Mm, That's kind of weird. I thought it was pretty weird. And then there's a part where um, he goes out to lunch with Batman, and he's like, this restaurant's too hoity-toity. Let's go to a real Japanese restaurant. And then Batman, I think I showed you this one yesterday, Batman starts acting wild. Because um, he lets Clark pick out which one he's going to eat. And he picks out some vinegar dish. And look, it shows yeah. Batman inhaling. And he starts drooling everywhere. And then he gets to the um, last of the bowl. He says, I can't help thinking about this last piece of chicken. Here I am mentally apportioning the chicken to the remainder of the rice. Me, the wealthy scion of Wayne Industries. Mm. This book was wild. Yeah. I don't know. I really liked it. I think the art's kind of meh, but it's fine. I mean, I don't know why if you're going to like put out a, a a Superman book, you can't get slightly better art, but I don't know. It's a funny story. I uh, also checked out the Webtoon book, um, Zatanna versus the Ripper. That was pretty good. I thought it was going to be more young adult, but I'm going to be straight with you because you're not like a little kid. There's like prostitution in it yeah. and i'm like this is not like a teen book so so who is it for is it for like kids who are like like say 16 or 17 to like 20 something i mean you know what sophie's are about oh i'm just i'm just saying uh i don't know what the audience for that is i'd like if a library were to carry it i don't um, know where it would even be put i mean it's probably it seems like it's towards like millennials oh okay so anyway, I thought it was pretty good. So that was uh, Zatanna and the Ripper and Superman versus Meshi. And I don't know, they're both like non-traditional DC books. It seems like DC does a lot more non-traditional books than Marvel does. Yeah. 
I don't think Marvel is very experimental, whereas, like, there's a lot of out-of-continuity stuff that DC's been doing. I think there is, like, the Deadpool uh, manga. Yeah. But that's pretty much been it. I don't think there's been a whole lot. Yeah, I mean, the wildest thing I feel like Marvel's done that's, like, popular is Marvel vs. Capcom, because that's a whole Japanese company that they're working with. And when did that one come out? Oh, I mean, that's a game series, but, I mean, it started in, like, well, I know the original. Like, when was the last time they did a game? I mean, the last time they did one is Infinite, but we don't really talk about that. Because that one, uh, they just cut out all the Fox stuff because they were like, nobody cares about X-Men or Fantastic Four anymore. They just care about Captain Marvel. Okay. And so they cut out all the, all the good people. Even though, like, the main character of the first one was, like, Wolverine. Yeah. So, I don't know. I always think of the early one, I think of Psylocke for some reason. Yeah, Psylocke is pretty big in there. Anyway, you want to do your book? Mm -hmm. What you got? I got Hades, Volume 2. I don't really remember what happened in Volume 1, so I might be a little bit confused. That happens. So we got there, and we got these three little, like, goblin guys. I don't know. I guess they're workers for, like, the Underworld or whatever. Yeah, they work for Hades, I think, if I remember it right. Yeah. They're just talking, and they're kind of working as, like, narrators. And we see that there's a portal, and Hades is talking to, uh, hold on. I don't know, he's talking to two, like, angel guys. He's like, what's up? Uh, we gotta, they're making a team. And then suddenly he creates a labyrinth. And... They're like, oh, that's what the song, The Maze of Your Heart, is about. And he's like, oh, yeah. Didn't Icarus say he'd be here? Because I guess they're looking for him. Oh, Icarus is on their side. So he's like, yeah, he's, like, really traumatized. He's kind of like a baby. And then they go over. And there's, like, a bunch of bones in the labyrinth. And then they see Minotaur, and he's just sleeping. And then he wakes up, and he's trying to fight him. And he throws stuff, and he's, like, pounding on the ground because they got this spider girl on their team, mm-hmm. and she sprayed webs on him. He's like, no spray but web in face. <laughs> what? what the heck? And so he starts pounding them. So he's not even, like, going through the maze. He's just breaking through he's the maze. He's breaking through it, and they're just kind of, like, <clears throat> following him. And then they get to the end, and they're like, and he's like, good job. He's a cookie. And Minotaur's really happy, so now yeah. I like his face. He's shocked. <laughs> and then Spider's, Spider Girl's like, you couldn't have started with a cookie? Because then he would have been mad. He's like, you never know. And then he's like, you got any more cookies? And the one guy's on his team's like, I hope he does. And he's like, yup. And then they got this one dude, and he's like, what you do to my labyrinth? Is that you, Icarus? And then Hades just explodes. And, and then they got this plane. Uh, so it's explaining what happened in the last issue, I assume. Okay. So they're after the Golden Fleece to have the power to transform reality. And they're just talking. They got little, like, interludes. Like, he's like, quit hogging my space. Me not hot clown, me bull man. And then they're doing the plan. And they're like, I'm going to pop in and pop out. But you guys gotta do most of the work. And so, okay, Arachne's the spy girl sneaking. He's like, so you gotta sneak in and tie up the guards. 
And I don't know, your butt can make some ropes, so how about I do that? Her and butt made ropes? Because she's a spider. Oh, got it. And then he's like, Icarus wants her in, you scout ahead. And Hades says that the Minotaur absorbs the traps, which is a weird way of saying, I mean, I guess just go through them. Right. But, yeah. He's like, you're lucky you got cookies or else I'll beat you up. Dang. And then they're going to get the Sleepless Dragon and Orpheus. Okay, that's the other guy. He got a... Uh... Is Orpheus like the king of sleep? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that sounds right. So, yeah, he got to put the dragon to sleep. And Mantar's listening to the song. He's like, I like it. And he's like, whoever grabs it. Oh, he's going to say once he grabs the fleece, he's going to be the winner. And if you screw up, then I'll kill you. So that's kind of messed up. But yep. that's what it is. We get over and we get... Uh, that's Medusa, right? Medusa over here. I didn't know she was supposed to be pretty. Yeah, me neither. I thought she was like a hag. <laughs> I thought she here. was too. <laughs> he, she, she's like, hey, this is on its way to steal the golden fleece. So I guess they've done a bad job of hiding it. Yeah. Because everybody knows. Right. And so That's old man Icarus, isn't it? Yeah, Icarus is coming down. It's like, ah, oh, nuts. Those clowns are going to clown up our job. And he's like, Oh, there's someone horning in on our heist. So he found out that they found out. And so now, Hades grabs. Orpheus. And he's like, you suck. And also the song. And <laughs> he's like, do we stick to plan? The spider girl. It's like, yeah. We'll stick to the plan of sneaking on to the beach crowded with people. So that's like sarcasm. Right. And then she's like, okay, what's your backup plan? It's like, row to the back of the island and do it. And he's like, oh, yeah, I get, I get a backup plan. Yeah, yeah. The Minotaur says. And then Hades is really pumped up about it. You can see his face. Yeah, he's got pumped up kicks. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's shooting them up, I guess. Yeah. And then they go on this boat, and he's from the movie, I'm pretty sure. That is, I think his name is Karen. He um is like the guy who does the river sticks. You had to be like pay his way or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I remember him especially because I'm replaying Kingdom Hearts. You go on the boat to go to Hades, and they beat him up in the face. Well, he's got no eyeballs. Yeah. He's like, okay, I tell you here. And he's like, speed up, Cheddar Bones, or you suck. Because there's a whole bunch of people waiting for me in the underworld. Oh like, gosh. a bunch of dead people, and he's just kind of chilling. Yeah. Because he's doing his time. He looks mad. And he, now he's pissed off. Because the Skull guy's being a little upset. And, and so, suddenly, he's like, slow down. He's like, nah. And they're just two big rocks. And they're like... No, he can't. And he's like, why? And suddenly it splits back into one. So they're worried they're going to get, like, crushed. Yeah. He's like, oh, man, that kind of sucks. I knew we should ask for more details. Now, what I do was kind of confused while reading this. I did have a lot of fun. I do think the art is very, like... The art is really good. Yeah, if Dark Horse continues on making Disney stuff like this, I think this might be the best Disney stuff when it comes to, like, cartoons we might have. Yeah. Because I haven't been the biggest fan of some of the movies that have been coming out recently. Like, outside of, like, Wreck-It Ralph, I don't think there's a recent one I really messed with all that much. (coughs) 
Well, yeah. that the, just the way it looks, it makes me want to like give one a shot because they've got several series. They've got what? Is there a Maleficent uh, yeah, one? There's a Maleficent one, and they of course got like the Ducktales stuff they've been doing for a while. So is it uh, straight up like mostly the villains? Yeah, it's Disney villains. They have a different series on each one. I think there was also Queen of Hearts, but I might be incorrect about that. Right. And I assume it's just like a tale about like after the movie. And it all seems very cool to me. So yeah, I, I, I liked what I saw just then. I, I, I almost did get, um because what, Negaduck, I think from, yeah, Dark Lord. Uh, what's his name? Um, oh, Darkwing Duck. Darkwing Duck, yeah. yeah. And then there was also the Gargoyles, which they've done. So, yeah, the Dynamite's been doing a bunch. That's pretty cool. All right. Uh, Donna DC, number six of the Superman series. This is The Chained, part one. Um, let's see who wrote this. Josh Williamson. I'm going to mess up the artist's name. I apologize. I should have looked ahead of time. Gleb Melnikov. And... Uh, cover art on this one was done by jamal campbell i don't know what the deal is with uh jimmy i guess because jimmy has always looked a little bit nerdy they're trying to make him like hipstery or something so are we there okay yeah audio screwed up so anyway we're back to it superman the chained part one and it was josh williamson Gleb melnikoff sorry if i've ever said this before so this is a re-record. I've already said this one time, so... Hopefully I'll do it okay this time. Maybe better. Yeah. I don't know if that's how that works in real life. Lex has been shivved in, uh, while he was in prison last issue. So uh, they're working on him at the hospital. Uh, Superman, during this time, is flying around fighting off some baddies who were trying to steal some dough. I like this bit where he shows what he actually does to bullets as they're flying by. So he basically melts them is what it looks like to me. I think that's pretty cool. So um, he rescues the money, gives it to the dude, flies off. Lois is back at the Daily Planet. La, 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 la. She's in charge now. Um, and we, I don't know uh, if we talked about it, but yeah, Jimmy's got some two different dudes in this book. Lois uh, calls out for Smallville. He shows up. He's like, are things going okay? She's like, I got this. He goes back to Lex... Or, I was going to say LexCorp, but when Lex went to prison, it changed to SuperCore. It's kind of like a beneficial thing now instead of just, you know, uh, the business thing that it used to be. One of the scientists comes up and said he was going to weaponize toxic water from spills, and now that it's SuperCore, instead he's going to separate the toxins from the water and make drinking water and he's like that's awesome mercy shows up he's like ugh, mercy gross well, he's not quite that bad about it but she calls him boss and he's like i don't like that uh they're talking and uh this is the thing we i know we uh, were talking about a second old jack but uh you got lex as an ai and he's dressed up as a kryptonian i joked i said he was pulling a boba fett because basically like when Boba became a Tuscan Raider for one episode. Uh, so LL AIJ is uh, talking about some supercell they've built at Strikers Prison. And there's it's only been used once. And he's like, for who? And LL says, uh, I don't have that information. But that person who's in it is still alive in there and contained. And he asks Mercy, do you know what it is? And Mercy's like, I don't know what it is. So anyway, he goes to Strikers. And they, like, break into the prison because they have to go underneath, like, through a waterfall. 
And um, so they hit it, and it's a giant cell, and it's got these giant chains on it. And uh, Soups is like, oh, no. And Mercy's like, Lex, what did you do? And there's this guy in the center of the room, and he's kind of got, like, a headpiece on, so he can't really see. This would be a heck of a way to live. Mm -hmm. He's been down there for we don't know how long. And got no mouthpiece. I'm like, do they feed him? Maybe he's like, maybe he doesn't need food. Unlike um that sushi manga we were looking at, Superman doesn't actually need food. Maybe this cat doesn't need food either. But Superman feeds off of what radiation, right? So this guy's been locked underground. I don't know what's going on. So they're talking to him. He's like, here, let me take this off. So he takes the helmet off. He's like, what? He says, my name is Superman. He's like, I haven't heard a voice in a long time. So um. Lex, they show him post-surgery. He's like, Superman, save me. Why is he saying save me after he's already been through surgery? I don't know. He's mentally not right. Yeah, he's not right. And so this guy actually can hear when Lex says save me somehow. He goes, Lex Luthor, you work for Lex Luthor? And he like, he's weird looking. It's like he's got like some kind of... He looked like a Doom Patrol character. He does look kind of like a Doom Patrol character. So he's got little straps coming off of him. And, like, chains coming off of him, and he whirls around, and he's like, I'm not going to let you hurt Lex Luthor. We're trying to help you. And the guy's like, huh, this is what help looks like? And he, like, boom, shakalakas, and he, like, makes giant, like, earthen fist, and they capture Superman. He said, we don't need to fight. Talk to us. Come with me. And this dude in chains goes, no. And he goes, did uh, Lex give you powers too? So obviously this is like some creation that Lex created. He says, you stay and I go. So he leaves. And uh, Mercy's like, that's not good. And Soups is like, Mercy. And uh, she says, you heard what LL said? Mr. Luther only built this once to hold anyone to use their powers against them. And the chain dude is like, it's been so long. So I'm wondering if he's like Superman where he, like he feeds off sunlight. Because he, he uh, looks empowered from the sun. And, he, and she goes, there's only one person who can free you now. And so the chain dude is like floating over uh, the city. He goes, Lex Luthor loves Metropolis. And Metropolis loves Lex Luthor. It must know the pain I have endured. So he's going to take out uh, all his anger on Metropolis. And then I will deal with Lex Luthor. And Lex wakes up and goes, Superman, what have you done? And it says the chain is unleashed in next month's oversized Superman 850. They have like a... Oversized? It's probably going to be $10. It probably is $10. I've already ordered it by now. I pretty much always buy Superman in action if I don't buy nothing else. But um, why they got to have an anniversary every 50 issues now? I guess because it's amazing something lasts that long anymore. But how is it Superman 850 and this one's number 6? Like they did. I don't understand the numbering systems. Yeah. And it's got a little preview for Justice League versus Godzilla versus Kong, which your brother is really excited about. He's like, do you have it? I'm like, no, I ain't got it. I think Jack ordered a copy. I didn't order it. Yeah, I'm not ordering it. So uh, it looks like it's coming um, pretty soon, probably in the next box we ordered. So. Yeah, I really like what they're doing with Superman right now. I really like what they're doing with the Superman family. I also read the action issue. It was pretty good. Um, I think my only thing now is just with comics, with with monthly books, 
I like to get a hit every month uh, of like what's going on with everybody, but in some ways I'm like, oh, I almost wish I just did trade paperbacks because there's, I've been reading a bunch of manga lately. It's so much easier when you have a big chunk. Um, there are certain books I think I'm always going to get monthly, probably like the Supermans and like Hulk characters I really care about. But like I read the Flash number one today, and I'm like, it was good, but. I don't know that it's something I need to get every month. So I'm either probably just going to read it on the app in a chunk or just get the trade. How is the pricing with the DC trades? Because I know those Marvel trades, those prices are like disgusting. Uh, So like the Webtoon book was like 15 and I feel like when I uh, was looking at the manga ones, they were around 10. I think your basic just five issue reprints are probably... um, probably 16 17 dollars that's good yeah that's it's I like think. under 20 and they're probably like four to five issues yeah i would think marvel would be like four issues for 20 bucks and at that point yeah no at that point issues. you're spending more than the issues cost mm-hmm. and that's something i'll do like uh sometimes i'll try something and i'll jump off and i'll like oh i'll get the trade later and then i'll see the trade price and i'll go ugh. Yeah. then i go back and look on my comic shop and i can actually buy back issues sometimes cheaper than I can buy the trade and that's what I'll do sometimes mm-hmm. so anyway but sometimes it's just fun to sit down with a stack um, and just read it but I don't know I liked my issue sounds like you liked your issue so anyway if you want to reach out to us we are at 21 S-T-C-E-N-B-O-Y-S on X I don't know I, uh, formerly known as X the artist formerly known or the website formerly known as Twitter um, I am both on Blue Sky and on X at Iowa's Joe. And I'm at N underscore garlic. Okay. So thanks for listening. We'll talk with y'all later. Bye-bye.